0: Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cederstrom. I'm Tuesday's Child, sitting in with Joe Jaquin, President and CEO of Patriot Trading Group. That's a beautiful day to be alive on this 14th day of January 2020 in the year of our Lord. This is again, brought to you by Patriot Trading Group, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, physical delivery. They get it out to you, they get it put away, and they do it better than anybody. Call them at 1-800-951-0592. You can head out to their website twenty-four seven three sixty-five 365 at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. We're broadcasting live here on KXXT 1010 Family Values Radio on Cyber Delay through 1360KHNC.com, the Roar of the Rockies. It's a man, just great day to be here. Joe, how are you doing down there in Phoenix?
1: Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Happy to have you here. We, uh, we, we've made some improvements uh, since uh, Friday when we tried this the last time.
0: Well, I'm up here in Denver. I got to tell you, I think the temperature in Denver and Phoenix is going to be the same today. I've been up here a week. The sun shines every day. It's amazing. I mean, they've got the same problems. I mean, we can just do weather and traffic this morning. Uh, yes, I-17 and I- in Arizona and the I-25 in Colorado are going to be backed up. <laughs> Just that simple. Perfect. So we covered that. <laughs> All right, Joe, I'm, I'm glad you're here because this is your forte, man. Um, the national championship football game. Now, I must tell you, I'm getting old. I fell asleep before the second half. What a yawner. I mean, really, you know, LSU and Clemson in the Superdome. But did you happen to notice when the president was walked out on the field,
1: the uh, fans' reaction, Joe? So uh, I got home yesterday, and and we were working pretty late here. We were working on some things uh, for the radio station. So I got home probably I don't know fifteen minutes or so before kickoff, and. And I turned it on, and and uh, you know we were. It was like we were empty nesters. My older son's back at college. My younger son was uh, going over to his girlfriend's house, so it was just Sarah and I. She's getting dinner ready, and uh, they are, are getting ready for the to sing the national anthem and all that. I did not, you know, and I haven't been paying attention. I've been distracted, so I didn't know the president was even going to be at the game. But not only was he at the game. He was on the field with the First Lady, with Melania, uh, with, you know, the, the Armed Forces. And I will tell you, the place erupted. I mean, just erupted for the president. And uh, it really, I was like, when I first saw him down there, I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to be a bad move. Because I was waiting for all the boos, right? Boo and all that. The exact opposite happened.
0: How can this possibly be? How can the media hate this man? I mean, here he walks out into the Superdome, I don't know, 100,000 people. The place goes crazy, and you're right. I mean, and the press would have you believe the opposite. You won't see this footage anywhere today. I've yet to see it on any of the news wires. That, I mean, well, you was... know what's
1: funny, Eric, is he was uh, – I think he, he made an appearance – at, I want to say maybe it was a World Series game or something like that, and they booed the you know what out of them, and that was everywhere, right? That's that was actually in D.C. though. That was in
0: D.C. wasn't it? Wasn't it a Washington? Yes. The, the,
1: game? The, oh yeah, the playoff game with the Nationals, and yeah. and the Nationals were in the playoffs, so the president goes to, say, of course, D.C. Let's face it, what is it? Ninety-two percent liberal, uh, and they booed the you know what out of them, and the exact opposite thing happened in the Superdome in New Orleans last night. I mean, even I, I was shocked. I, I, I didn't expect that. Uh, and, and it just seemed like, at least to me anyway, uh, the, the, I didn't hear any booing.
0: No. And I'll tell you if it was, if it was a, a world cup game with Mexico and the USA, they would have booed them soccer game. They would have booed them, you know? So, but who do you think's in those stands? You think it's poor people? You know how much a ticket costs to go to a national finals football (laughs) game or a Super Bowl. These are not the poor people. These are
1: yeah. That's right. You're right about that. Well, now
0: think about this. And I was um, I was at the Cardinals football game when after Pat Tillman died in Gulf War Two, I guess, uh, Desert Storm Two. I forget what they called it, but you know, of course, he was ASU guy and played for the Arizona Cardinals, gave his life for the country, and they brought, uh, they did up at halftime, they flew the F-16s over the, the field at half, and they put George Bush, W, W on the Jumbotron. They booed him. That was unanimous. That surprised me as well. So it's just a different different world that we live in today. You know, the... uh The left liberals will have you believe that he's taking this country to World War III. You watch CNN this morning; they're saying, and Bernie Sanders says Iran's going to be the new Vietnam. There's nowhere to hide. There's no jungles in Iran. There's nowhere to hide. We could go through Iran and be done with the war by five (laughs) o'clock. But when you look at, they can't jump behind the nearest sand dune. Yeah, I know. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't take. You and I couldn't drive there fast enough. The, the military would beat us. So to downtown. So I mean, there, it ain't gonna happen. You can just forget that. And number two, Fox. This is the dichotomy that we live in. Fox this morning is telling us that Iran wants to reconcile. That you know we need to back the protesters because inside every Iranian is an American trying to get out. <laughs> So well, I guess they want credit cards. They want, you
1: know, Kias. and They want it all. They want the debt machine. Right. They want to be Americans, man.
0: I don't blame them. You know, after years and years of terrorism and depression, who wouldn't? So you're listening to the Patriot Radio Hour. I'm Eric Sederstrom. Live at 1360 KHNC in Johnstown with Joe down in Phoenix. We'll be back. To listen to the Patriot Radio News Hour, I'm Eric Cedarstrom here at the Mothership. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and the com for all your real estate needs. You can go online there and contact Ryan or my lovely wife, Lori. She's listening this morning. Love you, hun. And it's a great day to be alive. Sunshine and the birds are singing in, uh, my hometown. My hometown, I believe, is going to host another circular Democratic firing squad, Des Moines, Iowa, tonight. So the liberals will try to outwrite checks from each other. They were talking about uh, you know, Sanders and uh, Warren, and they're all battling, and Biden. But you really think this is what the country wants, any of them? Any of them. Now, the, the people that boo the president at baseball games in America's pastime at the District of Criminals in D.C., they want him gone because they want handouts. They want more money. They want everything to just be given to everybody, and they want to be able to just finish off the job of getting rid of this country, turning the whole thing into a mechanized computer socialist society. That's their goal. We got a guy in the White House. You know, he's not the cure-all, fix-all. He's not the messiah, but he is he is portraying himself as a conservative and he's done a lot of things to try to put America back on the right track. And he's been, you know, turned at every corner. So, you know, we're watching this unfold. I doubt, I doubt. And I believe when you see the press telling us that everybody hates the president, that liberals are impeaching him, the swamp wants him gone, but you turn on your national football championship and the crowd erupts down in new Orleans of all places, which you wouldn't think it would, but of all places it shows you, what the country's really thinking and what we're really feeling. And I think if they put him on the ballot again, which there are states that doesn't want to put him on the ballot, you know that California is trying to omit him. You have to actually write him in, write him in to be president. So the, the battles are raging in this country, but I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you on this 20th or 14th day of January, 2020, that within six months, within six months of this broadcast, I believe that the, the what you're seeing in around the world and where from China and Taiwan and, and even Iran and everywhere, we're going to really see them here in this country. There's going to be um, a, a, a taking to the forefront of each movement. Each movement, I believe that the the right, who's you know pretty much sat quiet. We sat through the uh, liberalization of this country. We watched the Clintons globalize it. We watched the uh, decimation of the US Constitution we watched the Obama's come in and just apologize and give everything away and take everything that this country stood for and throw it in the garbage and stomp on it now we you know trying to trying to hang on to a semblance of it you know and we're all in our olders all the boomers I played boomer radio the other night and you know we're all boomers and you know for us you know you know we're just trying to do it I mean I'm trying to do this and and, and fight this fight for the children and grandchildren for the next generation so they'll you know be able to grow up in some semblance of what was once this great country because i love this country so and joe it's just great to be a part of this network and be able to do this with you and we're still going until the libs take over because they'll shut us down you can count on it don't you think too joe
1: well, you, you know, you bring up a great point, you know, and you think about who, who it is we're running against, right? You got Pocahontas, right, the, uh, the Ivy League grad that wants to take all the money from the people that have success and redistribute it to the people that hadn't. You got the communist himself, Bernie Sanders, right? I mean, let's face it, this is what this guy believes. Uh, there's a great breaking little story, Project Veritas, uh, was embedded with the Bernie Sanders campaign. And one of his uh, field organizers uh, was talking about how uh, there's no way that that Donald Trump can win re-election. And if he wins re-election, they're going to burn all the cities down. And he was talking about they're going to need to bring back uh, the gulags. You know, these were the re-education camps. Uh, that were in Germany after uh, the Germans were defeated to try to, I guess, uh, take the Nazi out of people uh, one of the guys on Sanders' campaign says, hey, we're going to have to do all the same to all these people out there uh, with their MAGA hats, right? We're going to have to send them over and and put them into these re-education camps. And this is what these people believe. They actually believe these things were a good thing. Uh, if you ever uh, listen to Bernie Sanders when he talks about communism and all these other things like that, uh, He never says anything bad about it. Oh, no, that's what the people want. The people want these things. And and one of his campaign guys was talking about, hey, these re-education camps, they were a good thing. Yeah, I mean, they they paid you to be there. And, and heck, they even gave you conjugal visits, Eric. So, I mean, it'll be a great thing. Well, it was a little
0: bit different in Vietnam. So the uh, re-education camps were quite a tragedy for those people. So... But it's interesting, you know, you look at where we're at here. The left wants to support the uh, the terrorist Iranian regime, you know, and the Iranian governments are firing on their citizens. So because they're protesting, they've had it. They've had it with all the uh, bombing and terrorism and everything because they're starving to death. countries just falling apart. The richer, you talk about the rich getting richer, go look over in the Middle East. Go look at Saudi Arabia. Look at the royal families and look at their millennials. Yep, they got them too. They got them too. Millennials not a US term. It's a calendar term. They got them and they're and they're protesting. They've had enough. So you think it's bad here. There's absolutely nothing for them to do over there. So you either Hezbollah, you know, you jihad. Yep. You want to get out and yep. jihad a little bit because or or you don't. I mean, that's it. So so I don't know, you know, who do you side with? So I I think what the president's doing is working and uh and I, I mean, I, I hope he gets four more years. I mean, cause I think in four more years, you're going to really start to see some of what was dismantled be put back together and you got to give it to him, man. The guy stays on message. You know, I'm worried about me though, the most, to be honest with you. I think I'm going to need an ethics class, which, you know, if you have a real estate license, they make you go to ethics, you know, don't steal people's money. Don't take their deposits. Don't, you know, lie, cheat and steal. But the and I want your opinion on this too Joe the the Astros the uh, Houston Astros stealing signs now you know I coached I coached junior olympic softball with girls fast pitch softball very competitive got a lot of girls and ready to play at the next level including my daughter into college or junior college and it was generally considered acceptable if you could steal the other team's signs that you could go for it. Today, I mean, I have to admit, you know, I, I always thought, Joe, that that was part of baseball. But now, apparently, you know, there's, there, there's sanctions. They, they announced this morning they went beyond uh, baseball sanctions and fired their coaches. And I guess they're saying it's because of, of the use of technology. I guess if you can, if you can decipher and disseminate the other team's signs and you don't use a computer or a camera or a telescope, I guess that's considered generally acceptable, but on the same token, how about somebody that figures out stock trading rhythms or, you know, starts slotting tracks or trading electronically with a computer? Now, if they do that, shouldn't that be illegal? Shouldn't that company be shut down? Isn't that the same theory, Joe? Well, you know,
1: you bring up a great point, right? Because for those of you that don't know, uh, the Astros, who won the World Series in 2017, uh, did so by sending signals to their hitters. About what the next pitch was going to be by using technology, they zoomed in, I guess, on the you know the catcher's back there, and he's throwing down a you know fingers. You know, one one's a fastball, you know, two's a curveball, three's a a, a slider. If you wiggle your fingers, that's a change-up, right? And they were uh, using the uh, they were making a sound on the jumbotron that kind of was like you almost thought they were doing a, like a fan noise thing to get the the fans to start getting excited. No, it was actually to let the hitters know uh, what pitch was coming next. And so uh, I right, your point using, here. you bring up were, a great point because if they could do it without the technology, that's okay. But doing yeah, so it with the technology, that's not.
0: I don't get it. I don't get any of it. So I guess I'm going to need an ethics class, but – I thought it was part of the game. So apparently adding technology and electronics. But I think what they were doing, I I heard the story this morning. I was listening to Brian Kilmeade here on our station, the mothership here. And they were making trash can lid sounds like bang, bang. So like one bang on the jumbotron was a fastball. Two bangs
1: was a curveball. So, you know, I guess maybe that's pushing it a little bit. So I, I mean, come on. I mean, I go back to the Black Sox, right, and shoeless Joe Jackson and and throwing the World Series, allegedly, Uh, and and this is kind of the opposite. I guess uh, they they were doing like the Pete Rose thing, right? Pete was always betting on his team to win, right? The Astros were kind of doing the same thing. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think the the, uh, sanctions were severe enough. I don't think uh, A.J. Hinch should ever be in baseball again. Uh, I don't think uh the general manager should ever be in baseball again. That's just my opinion. Uh cheating is cheating and this was egregious cheating. Uh the, the you know the, and this is something where the funny thing was the bench coach for the Astros got the uh job as the head the manager for the Red Sox the following year and the Red Sox won the World Series that year. So now they're looking to see if hey, was he doing kind of the same thing that he learned in Houston? So uh the story, more to the story. <laughs> Story's not over yet. Well I gotta tell you, you
0: know, I <laughs> I'm a catastrophist and I looked at the world different. So I would have fired the team who coaches who got their side stolen. <laughs>
1: What are you guys doing? Uh, that's who you should get fired here. <laughs> I mean, if you're a pro you gotta change player, it up, coach. Yeah, I mean,
0: you're playing in the highest level, and you're dumb enough to let your signs get stolen. You should
1: get fired. They fired the wrong people, if you ask me. So. You, you, you know, they. I guess they need to go to like football. You know, football. The quarterback now has uh, an earpiece in his helmet, and the coach can talk to the quarterback. During the game, maybe that's what baseball needs to go to. And the, uh, the pitching coach can just call the play and put it in the, the guy's ear and get rid of the signals altogether. I don't know.
0: Well, there was the, uh, conspiracy that when CNBC was huge on television and they'd go to the floor and they'd always have a trader and they'd look in the pits, they'd shine, go over to the pits. If there was a guy holding up a one, on television you were to buy if he was holding up a two you were to sell immediately.
1: <laughs> so, well you know the that, funny part is there's nobody in those pits anymore. They're empty. Yeah I know. This was
0: pre-electronic trading. So and again I'll go back to my statement. I stand by it. If you're profiting from Wall Street from some algorithm that your computer you know has figured out, you know, shouldn't shouldn't you be arrested? Isn't that illegal too? If stealing baseball signs electronically is illegal, I'd have to imagine that, uh, that, you know, that that would reciprocate as well. But again, these are probably all laws because of technology that need to be rewritten. You know, I mean, and everything's out in the, in the public now, you know, everybody has listened to Alex Jones last night here on our network. And yeah, you know, you know me, I used to battle with him, and, and, you know, but anymore he's become, it's so crazy. It's so crazy in this world that alex jones just does the news and it's mainstream and he's talking about facebook and uh putting all your uh, everything you do up into the cloud and all your photos and he says think about it and it happens to me i'm on facebook i'm going to rethink it alex says go get a uh, an old-fashioned camera my wife won't do it she doesn't do facebook she doesn't do any of the social media and she's a big-time realtor she doesn't need it she doesn't believe in it but uh alex was saying Well, think about it. They make a little video of your life. They do. They make a little video of your life. You talk about stealing signs and, you know, taking people's private information. So they they make a video and they go, here, this is all your friends on Facebook, and this is your life, and these are all the things you did this year. And you can, you know, either publish it and put it out or keep it and throw it away. But the point is, is it's not a human who did it. It's not a human who did it. A computer in China... Which is where their mainframes
1: are, has taken your life, put it together in photos, and emailed it to you. (laughs) Rick, could you imagine uh, 30 years from now you get elected to be president of the United States and then the Chinese blackmail you? Hey, remember when you were 14 and you made this video and you put it out on Twitter? How about we share that with everybody?
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. President Trump's high-profile support of manly sports is scoring points for him in the battleground states. While Elizabeth Warren and other Democrat contenders are absent from marquee athletic competitions, Trump is being seen by millions of Americans as an ordinary guy cheering for sports he enjoys like the World Series last fall. Trump also attended a high-profile college football game between two of the top teams in the nation, LSU and Alabama. This all-star match, dubbed the Game of the Century, was played deep in conservative Alabama, where Trump will be running up the score on Election Day next fall. President Trump even made a celebrated visit to the ultimate fighting championship in his hometown of New York City. All three of these sports... Baseball, football, and ultimate fighting are manly traditions which have become politically incorrect at liberal universities like the one where Professor Elizabeth Warren comes from. Millions of women, though, are huge fans of these same competitions which Trump attends, but liberal feminists certainly are not. Thankfully, President Trump isn't kowtowing to the feminists. That's just another reason why Americans love him. Trump's trip late last year to the small town of Tupelo, Mississippi, attracted a full house at the 10,000-seat Corp South Arena, with many thousand more gathered outside. Trump later held a sold-out rally at the 23,500-seat Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky, home of the Kentucky Wildcats' college basketball team. Voters are siding with Trump in the key battleground states that will decide the upcoming presidential election like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, and Michigan. National polls for the presidential election have been almost meaningless. California has the most voters, but it's made itself politically irrelevant by turning so far to the left. It hurts the Democrat contenders to keep pandering to the voters in California. While Hillary Clinton racked up millions of extra voters there, these votes were a waste as Trump won all the battleground states. If Democrats really want to succeed and win, they'll move their focus to the land of baseball and football, the part of middle America where family values still reign supreme. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: scholar blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was
2: backwards backwards i'm eric
0: cederstrom general manager 1360 khnc sitting in on the patriot radio news hour i sit in with joe tuesdays and thursdays also i'm going to do uh from 11 to 1 here in colorado i'm going to do the uh open forum today i think Steve Starrs, great patriot, great broadcaster, great guy. Really helps us a lot here at the network. Um, he's going to sit in with me, and uh, you can listen if you're in Phoenix and you want to hear more of this. You can go to 1360khnc.com and listen 24 seven three sixty five. Joe's done a heck of a job. Joe does the lineup here. He's uh, he's doing a lot of work, and on top of it, very very busy in the hard asset markets. Trading volumes are uh, really just off the charts and the physical markets now are starting to pick up as well. I'm seeing, starting to see a lot of activity because you know people are getting prepared. Election years in general are uh, they have a tendency to be well a tad bit um, confusing. Trying to disseminate and decipher and hypothesize what the next move is is in a trading situation is uh, is tough. But as a uh, someone with fundamentalist that looks at the world and says, well, we're never going to be able to pay this national debt. Every country has defaulted, never paid off their debt since the beginning of time. This country will be no different. than uh, under the tremendous legislation, laws, and the the uh, people that are just running amok in this country, little by little, they're taking office. Little by little, you know, they just gave everything away. I'm just sitting in traffic today, and I know you people have done it. And I uh, I'm just looking at at you know the the imported cars that are everywhere, and I think about you know everything made in China and how we gave it all away. And you look at the tremendous growth, though, everybody's still being able to go along. Now, none of this was supposed to work. Nixon said, you know, if we give everything away, it's you know, it's, it's fine as long as you buy American. Well, you know, our trade deficits are off the charts, but I, I think about the national debt, and here's why we can't pay it, is because nothing's built here. If we could bring the factories back, get the people working, and, and take these things called payroll taxes, again, from high-paying jobs, The debt wouldn't be that big, but we gave all that away. So ultimately, we're going to default on that. Everybody knows it. matter of fact, the Fed's pumping money into the system again today because the only people that were buying U.S. Treasuries and U.S. debt were bailed out banks. So you've got bad banks buying bad debt, and now they want to liquidate, liquefy these Treasury holdings that they made interest on Make no mistake about it. They made interest on them. The banks were paying interest to buy the debt, the U.S. debt instruments with taxpayer money. If you ever stay up late at night, this will just drive you crazy thinking about it. So, so now, Joe, I'm sure you're all over this. How much the feds
1: pump in today? Another 80, almost $83 billion of liquidity. Uh, We had another one of these days where we had that special auction where uh, they were selling $35 billion. And they were going to hold these treasuries, I want to say for like a whole month, something like that. uh, Oversubscribed the repo markets. Uh, growing again. And listen, just get used to it. It's never going to end. Uh, The Treasury announced yesterday, uh, the first quarter of 2020, U.S. deficit rose to $375 billion. And uh, if you are keeping score at home, that would be $1.5 trillion. But we know, hey, April in there, that'll bring it down. But we're going to be the small number. It's going to be well over a trillion dollars in deficit spending. And again, remember, but I told you this, you knew this. I told you two years ago, the big deficit bomb is on the way. And and we're just seeing it every year. It it just keeps rising and rising and rising. Uh, Spending is going up. 8%. 8% the deficit for the first 3 months of 2020 11% higher than a year ago uh, and remember we make another big leg up don't forget this in 2022 so when you start thinking about when do I want to get ready how how do I prepare is today a good day to get into the market just just think about what we're facing i agree with eric i believe And I hope and I pray Trump wins again. Here's the problem, though. That only gives you four years. So every year after that, you're like, what's going to, uh-oh, there's only 2021. Well, there's only three years left. 2022, Hey, there's only a couple of years left. And then, you know, we're probably going to get a liberal in here. And then all of a sudden, 2022 we make another spike up in the deficits, and we will probably be we won't be talking about a trillion dollars. We're going to be talking about two trillion dollars, and then by 2023, there's only one year left. and And by 2024, right? And when the, by the time the next election rolls around, there are going to be so many blue staters in all the former red state places. You know, I heard phyllis schlafly uh the phyllis schlafly report at the bottom of the of the hour here eric you know the, they were talking about battleground states and they called arizona a battleground state now well
0: yeah they call it turning purple so so this you know you take red and blue and you get purple so yeah i mean arizona is not what it used to be you know none of this way the Everybody from the south, you know, the illegals have all come in, and they all get to vote. And then all the people from the east are moving west, and they're all trying to get out of the high taxed areas, and they come out. And then the, they want to do the very thing: they bring all their ideas with them. They start implementing legislation to turn the place that, where they moved to to the place that they just left. And it's just sickening what happens. So um, I don't know what, what where it's going to happen, but but ultimately that. Uh, I can tell you though, I gotta I I'm gonna make a prediction. I know you don't like it when I do this. I'm gonna make a prediction who's gonna be president after Trump. So he's gonna win in November, so he'll get his four years. So so where will we be? What twenty twenty four? You ready?
1: Should we get a drum roll? I'm 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 scared
0: right now. You ready?
1: I'm sitting okay. here going, Oh my what is he going to say?
0: Yeah, you can say you heard it here. Chelsea Clinton. How about that?
1: Oh no. Okay, well in that case, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh the Chelsea Clinton special. Uh the what what is Trump is the forty what what is he, the forty sixth president or the forty fifth? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> one of those two. Clinton's the next one.
0: I you know what I have to admit it's think- not my foretake. I know the first one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got one. One. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. Wow. Yeah, how about that for a call? So just so one way right or another, they're going to get their Clinton is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, they'll be back again. This country, you know, loves to repeat history. So, so anyway, that'll probably be our first woman president, because I don't think her mom's going to be able to get it done. So... And you know, how about Sanders taking a shot at Warren and saying there won't be a woman president? Now, Sanders has to know, you know, he's a little he's a little jaded because, and you know my thoughts on this, and I broadcasted it here, and I was watching Sanders run against Trump, and I was watching the Trump rallies and the Sanders rallies, and in my opinion, they look the same. And Sanders is a great orator, and he could really fire up a crowd, and he was getting huge numbers, and Hillary Clinton wasn't getting anything. But she was just she was just the swamps swamp gal so but he had but Sanders should have got the Democratic nomination and he would have beat Trump how about that I've called that before <laughs> Patriot radio news hour continues on this beautiful day any day above grounds a good one I'm glad to be here thanks for tuning in we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives to allow us into him the house now is preparing to vote I guess uh, they're gonna vote uh, tomorrow. On sending impeachment articles to the Senate. Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that the House will likely vote tomorrow on sending the articles against President Trump to the Senate to start the historical trial. Pelosi made the announcement after a private meeting at the Capitol with House Democrats about the next steps, ending her blockade of almost a month, which was a ridiculously stupid move, in my opinion, after they voted to impeach Trump on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, which Neither one is a criminal offense. Pelosi suggested the House vote tomorrow to transmit the charges and name the House managers for the case, according to one Democratic aide unauthorized to discuss the closed-door meeting. Nobody's allowed to sit in on this stuff when the libs are in charge. The action will launch the rare Senate proceeding, only the third president impeachment trial in American history, and the dramatic endeavor coming amid the backdrop of the politically divided nation in the start of an election year. So now will the Senate, will the Senate just say, okay, yeah, all right, here's the charges. Uh, who votes to throw them out? You think they'll do that, Joe? Will they throw them out? Will the Republicans line up in force? They have the uh, control, they have the majority, and just throw the charges out and that'll be that? Or do you think they'll uh, let the witnesses come in and let Trump call witnesses and let him call Biden and Clinton and, you know, any anyone else you can think of and bring out the FISA warrants and call the
1: judges in and I mean, and the dossiers. You think they'll do that, or they'll just throw it out? I'm going to tell you, no to both. No, they're not going to throw it out because you got. Listen, you've got at least at least half a dozen, maybe a dozen uh, senators that call themselves Republicans that have what I'll, I'll say they're Republicans with liberal tendencies. Uh, that that you know, guys like Mitt Romney, you know uh, uh, the 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 lady from Maine, right? They're that they're not going to throw it out, but at the same time, I don't believe they're going to allow for uh, Biden to have to testify, either him or his son, or any of this other stuff. I think what we're going to get is a very watered-down version of a, you know, call it a trial, for lack of a better term, and then they'll vote uh, not to go through with the impeachment of the president and and we'll never really get to, you know, because let's face it, if you brought all of this stuff to light, that would help drain the swamp, and that's not what they want.
0: Yeah, I know. they got to be careful what they do. Yeah, the rhinos. The Rhino's Republican in names only, but yeah, they may want to give the semblance of somehow that the American public got a fair trial, but maybe they'll just censure him and say, okay, you can only golf once a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. You only can go to mar a once a month. I still don't
0: understand how everybody can hate him and how the press can hate him. I don't get it. You know, the American dream, you know, the guy's goes resorts and golf courses. And I mean, He's a he's an American businessman with you know on the surface he he's lived the American dream he's the guy they all told us we could be you can be that guy and then you can be president he's done it all and they all hate him on the press
1: praise so well they don't like men I mean I, let's face it let's especially white men right and uh, you're he's not apologetic about being it right. He's not apologetic well, men- about it. You know, think, think, think about, uh, you know, the how the president speaks, right? And it's very direct and very blunt, and and he can get mean. You want to be mean and nasty? He's going to be mean and nasty, and he's not going to be apologetic. He's not going to do it, and and they hate him for it. They just hate him for it. And and it's something where, you know, I, I guess when you look at the breakdown of where we're at, you know, the jobs number from uh, last Friday, right? It, was, it wasn't a great number. We all know that. Uh, but what are the things inside of the jobs number? Women, more women are employed in the United States than men. Uh, this is a trend that's, you know, been on the rise, go back to kind of when women entered the workforce, really, you know, obviously during World War II. But after that, they went back to the home, uh, started kind of in the 70s where the women entered the workforce. You think about it, here we are uh, and, and it's 2020. We got more women working than men. and And, you know, the breakdown of the family, all of the children today, you know. I mean, you see it all over the place. Little kids, right? There's a, a cell phone in their face, right? From the age of about one, just to shut them up, here's a cell phone, here's a laptop, here's this, here's that, right? And they're inundated, and these kids are very, very impressionable, and they're growing up to in this society where, you know, I, I don't know, who's going to stay home and raise these kids? Are they even going to have kids anymore? You know what I'm saying, Eric?
0: Well, all the diaper commercials have men, all the laundry soap commercials have men. So, and the mad cows, you know, the women, they hate, especially the political spectrum, you know, they hate men. And it's, I read that article It was actually on the weekend edition at the hotel I'm staying in. There's a wall street journal in the breakfast buffet. So I sat down and read the front page and it's not going to change anytime soon in every category, job openings. 30% higher in every category for already current employment and current job openings for women. So, and I'll tell you one of the, believe it or not, one of the, um, and, and like you said, Joe, the wussification of America and what the kids are seeing and what the next generation you are, you know, you are how you grew up. You know, that's, you don't know any better. I don't know any better. It's just the way I grew up and you know the teachers could hit you your parents could hit you you know you could get beat up and bullied you had to learn how to fight back you had to make your own way and they, they don't do not doing that anymore because the attorneys and everybody's going to take care of it but um one of the casualties before we go to break here victoria's secret they're uh they're looking like they may go under their store sales are collapsing so I think they're going to have to change it to Bob's secret. So the wife comes home to the husband. He can keep her interested. So, <laughs> Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. You never know what you're going to hear. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Sederstrom up here in beautiful Johnstown, Colorado. Come on in. Uh, forget our 300 spots for 300 bucks, dollar an ad. And uh, I'll help you cut them. I'm, Figured out how to run all the equipment. We can come in and do it together, and uh, get you in, get you out of here. So, um, Joe Jake went uh, Patriot Radio News Hour, president of the Patriot Trading Group. Uh, it was a great job. You got Jason up here, his mother Bernice, and Elmer, and Brian, and just everybody. Everybody pitches in and does. It's amazing. This station has always amazed me at its generosity and people willing to do what it takes to keep the message getting out. So. Late breaking here, Joe, heading into the final segment. I'm sure you got some specials and things to cover, but Pelosi is just saying right now that uh, the uh, House or the Senate doesn't have enough votes to dismiss. So apparently some of the rhinos might be rolling over. So I think you called it right on the head.
1: Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think this is uh, uh, all part of the theater. Again, it's all made for TV. Uh, Everybody wants to try to prove that they're a tough Person, this, that, or the other, uh, but but nonetheless, we won't get the full thing. I would mean, love it. Let's get it all. Let's 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 put all of it out on the open and let the American people judge. But that won't happen either. Uh, but you are right. We got oh, just a great special, super limited, uh, and that's why we've ra- waited right here to the end. Uh, I've got five dollar. Indians. We run $10 Indians, you know, once every six weeks or so. $5 Indians, we don't run them very often because you just can't get them. And if you can get them, they're just so much more than a $5 lib uh, that we just don't run them. But today I've got 30 $5 Indians, these are pre-1933 $5 Indians, without a doubt, if you tell me, hey, of all the coins the United States has ever minted, which one do you like the best? In my opinion, the $5 Indian is the best coin uh, the U.S. Mint has ever made. It is the male Indian with the headdress on. I mean, it's just super cool design. Uh, they're normally four hundred and fifty-five bucks, but today these thirty are going to be at the same price as a five-dollar Liberty, all the way down to four hundred and forty dollars on a U.S. five-dollar Indian eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Take the time, put them away. Uh, you know, five-dollar Indian Eric can tell you this. Man, when they were running the last time gold was running, $5 Indians were double. Sometimes, I think it may have even gotten close to triple what a $5 uh, Liberty was. Remember that, Eric?
0: That and the $3 Princess. They ran out of sight. All the dealers just, because they're so beautiful. All the dealers just, just, that's what goes in all the coin stores and display cases and everything. The Indian is a stunning coin. I'm amazed that you can run the special. How many do you have?
1: I only got 30. That's the problem. But uh, for $5 Indians, that's quite a few. Uh, huge savings today, $5 Indians for the same price as the $5 Liberty at $440 here at 800-951-0592. Uh, if you want to put it on a credit card, uh, you absolutely can do that. Add $10 bucks if you want to put it on a credit card. 800 951 Thanks for Eric for tuning in. Don't forget, Eric's going to be on 1360 in another hour. So from 11 to 1, tune in. You'll want to hear that at 1360KHNC.com.